from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to the Fight for Monday Night Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get into the show, I want to thank all our subscribers and followers. Thank you so much for all the support. We really appreciate it, and it's your support that keeps us going. So make sure you tune in to every single episode of the Fight for Monday Night, every episode of the Fight for Wednesday Night, and Ram Supremacy every Friday. Thank you so much. For all the latest news and updates on all three shows, follow us on Instagram at Fight for Wednesday Night, and always stay connected. Also... If you have a company of any sort, a podcast, a business, and you want to advertise on this show and the other two shows on this channel, feel free to hit us up at Fight for Wednesday Night on Instagram. DM me, and we will get in touch with you. We can put your company on this podcast. There's three shows a week that gives you three opportunities to get your business out there. So, remember, Fight for Wednesday Night on Instagram. If you want to do business, hit us up. We got your back. Now, let's get into the Stack Stack Show, because we have a lot to talk about. So, before we get into this, the format of this show is going to change slightly, but not anything too drastic. I realize that since these shows are very, very short, because they are only one hour apiece, I'm going to do multiple episodes of Raw and Nitro on each show. Maybe some weeks it'll be two episodes of each. Maybe some weeks it'll be three episodes of each. But we're just trying to give you more content and give you more bang for your buck. So also, being that Halloween Havoc is coming up in the WCW Nitro world, and actually in WWE's NXT world, being that Halloween Havoc 1995 is coming up and we're going to be talking about all the Nitros leading to Halloween Havoc. And also, In Your House is coming up for WWF Raw and WWF in general. What we're going to be doing is we're going to give you special podcast episodes where we review the pay-per-views of these shows. So make sure you stay tuned because if you're not following along with these shows, these are going to seem like random freaking episodes. But they're not random episodes. They go in chronological order with the Fight With Monday Night podcast. I'm going to be doing the same with the Brand Supremacy Podcast every Friday. Every time a pay-per-view comes up, I will be reviewing that pay-per-view. So you have to be, you have to stay tuned. You have to be connected and you have to follow along if you want to hear what's going on and actually have it make sense. 
Because if you don't know what's going on and you just randomly see Halloween Havoc 1995 reviews, you're going to be like, what the hell is Mike De Niro doing? But Mike De Niro has a method to the madness. Follow along each episode and we will be talking about the pay-per-views that correlate with these episodes of Raw and Nitro. So the first episode is going to be WWF Raw September 25th, 1995. We have, this is the actually the night after In Your House where it was the triple header main event between Yokozuna and Owen Hart, the tag team champions, versus the Intercontinental Champion, Shawn Michaels, and Diesel, the World Heavyweight Champion. They showed the results of this. They showed all the fallout, a lot of controversy. Owen Hart showed up late to the match. British Bulldog took his place. Shawn and Diesel win the match, but then the next day they get stripped of the titles due to Jim Cornette and Clarence Mason, his attorney, arguing the results of the match with Gorilla Monsoon. So what Gorilla Monsoon does is, to make it right, he takes the belts off of Sean and Diesel, but says that Owen Hart and Yokozuna have to defend the titles tonight against the Smoking Guns. The show starts with Skip, a.k.a. No Gimmicks Needed, Chris Candido, along with Sonny. They go against, well, he goes against the returning Marty Jannetty. This is an okay back-and-forth match. I always love seeing Chris Candino on TV. Funny enough, Dean Douglas comes out to scout the match. If you know Chris Candido and you know Shane Douglas, then you know their history as the triple threat in ECW. Marty Jannetty picks up the victory here. It was okay. Nothing special about this. We get the tag team title match that I just mentioned to you guys. The Smoking Guns versus Yokozuna and Owen Hart. This match was really good. I really enjoyed this matchup. Everyone really delivered. I think that the Smoking Guns winning the tag belts randomly here was a shock. And it was a surprise. I thought it went well with the whole anything happened in WWF. But yeah, so Smoking Guns are the new tag team champions. WWF pulled the trigger on them again. They were a surprise win here for the Smoking Guns as they defeat Yokozuna and Owen Hart who just lost the titles but was handed back to them earlier that day and then lose it again in this episode. After the match... The Smoking Guns are attacked by Yokozuna and Owen Hart. Shawn Michaels and Diesel come out. They make the save. And then they congratulate the Smoking Guns. Really cool segment. Then we get the main event of the night. The British Bulldog versus The Undertaker. This match started out good. Had a good pace. Was going well. And then we see Mabel in the entranceway. They announced that at In Your House coming up is going to be Undertaker versus British Bulldog. No, Undertaker versus Mabel. So that's why Mabel's scouting. And then Mabel comes to the ring and he beats up Undertaker. Attacks him. DQ finish here. Undertaker wins, but by DQ. Yokozuna and Owen Hart come in. They join the attack. They attack Undertaker along with Mabel. Shawn Michaels and Diesel come out along with the Smoke Guns who are fresh out the shower. They make the save. So, we have Shawn Michaels, Diesel, Smoking Guns, and The Undertaker running off Mabel, Yokozuna, Owen Hart, British Bulldog. Really good matchup here. This Raw was a little bit more fast-paced, and I really enjoyed that tag match. I think that the ending was hurt by the DQ, and then the last thing we see is Shawn Michaels just dancing in the ring. That's basically the main event segment, is Shawn Michaels dancing as... Uh, Vince McMahon and Jerry Lawler bring us into the final thoughts of the Raw. 
Like, that's why I've noticed a lot of these Raws and a lot of these Nitros, like, they don't have a definitive finish. Like, it's just, like, a recap of the night and what we're going to see next week is how the show usually ends. So there's no cliffhangers so far from what I'm seeing in 1995. But, yeah, we end the show with Sean dancing. Pretty good Raw. Not my favorite, but pretty good. I think that the Smoky Guns winning the titles was a nice surprise. I wish I could have got a finish between Undertaker and uh, British Bulldog, but... Yeah, like I said, I enjoyed this episode of Monday Night Raw. Now, same night, September 25th, 1995, Monday Nitro. Show starts off with Alex Wright versus Disco Inferno. Alex Wright gets the win. Disco Inferno is Disco Inferno, you know. I mean, enough said. (laughs) Yeah, Alex Wright gets the win. We get a promo from Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan challenges the Giant to a monster truck match and then a title fight later that match later that night. Here at Halloween Havoc, we're going to have the infamous monster truck on top of a roof match or whatever the hell that was called. And then they're going to face later on in the night. I'm not going to spoil it if you're following along and you don't know what happens here, but it's pretty infamous. This is one of the more hokey things that end up happening in WCW, but we will get to that when we finally get to Halloween Havoc 1995. I will discuss that in long form. And to be honest, there's parts of that show that I know I'm not looking forward to. But we're going to get Hulk Hogan versus the Giant in a monster truck match and in a world title match on the same night. Me and Gene Oakland's in the ring. He has Macho Man Randy Savage. Lex Luger interrupts. They jaw jack with each other. Just like they did the prior week. And it is announced that we're going to be getting Macho Man Randy Savage versus Lex Luger for the first time ever next week. Lex Luger says he left the WWF to come where the big boys play. But if he loses to Macho Man, he will he will leave the WCW. He will leave as quickly as he came in. So a lot of big implications are on next week's matchup. We get a star from Japan, Karasawa versus Craig Pittman. This was a hard-hitting match that really did not do much for me. It was just it was just there. Craig Pittman, there was nothing much there. Uh Karasawa was actually pretty cool. I would like to see more of him. I'm not too familiar with him. All I know is he's the guy who broke Real Warrior Hawks arm in Japan. But yeah, Craig Pittman, eh, not doing much for me. Want to see more of Karasawa though on this show. Arn Anderson comes out. He cuts a promo with Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman says that they're coming for Ric Flair. And next week, we're going to be getting Arn Anderson versus Ric Flair live on Nitro, which I'm really excited for. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. After this, we get the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, the devil, versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man gets the uh, DQ victory here when the giant comes out and he attacks Mach. Lex Luger comes, well, then most of the roster comes out to try to make the save, but the Giants just destroying everybody. Lex Luger comes out to try to, we don't know what his motive is. He looks like he's going to attack Randy Savage, but then the Giant attacks Luger, and Kevin Sullivan looks like he's mad at the Giant for attacking Luger. So we still don't know whose side is Luger on. Is he really against Hogan and Mach? Is he a part of the Dungeon of Doom, or... Is he his own entity? Is he doing his own thing? Was he trying to help Macho Man? We don't know. But next week we are getting Macho Man versus Lex Luger for the first time ever. Main event. Oh, and then after this, Lex Luger was on the ground because he was just attacked by the Giant. And now he has to go right into the match against Ming. And Ming actually got a big victory here. I thought they were going to have Lex Luger win, being that he's in a main event storyline. But Ming gets the victory. Which was really cool to see that, because I'm a big Ming, big Haku fan. And yeah, so we end the show with Ming getting the victory. And that's how Nitro goes off the air. For this week, I gotta give the show to... uh, I'm gonna give this show actually to... Well, this week actually to Monday Night Raw. For the simple fact that... I think that the Smoking Guns being beating Owen Hart and Yokozuna was such a great moment. Plus, having the Bulldog-Undertaker match was really good. I, I thought there was better wrestling on Nitro, but Raw just seemed like it meant more this week than Nitro. So, Nitro's first loss, in my opinion. I'm not doing the bullshit ratings or, well, history says Nitro had a better show. No, look, it's my opinion. So if I feel like Nitro had the better show on a week that Raw had the better show, I'll say it. Or if Nitro won in the ratings and I think Raw actually had the better show, I'll say it. I'm not going by what history says. I'm going by what I think when I review these. So sorry if you say, well, no, Nitro had better ratings. How could you say I don't give a fuck. I am going by what I see. And I can only go by my opinion. Because I could care less about the 83 weeks and I could care less about WWE being the better show. Like, dude, whatever I say is coming from what I see when I go back and watch these shows. Nitro did not beat WWF Raw on September 25th, 1995. My opinion. Like I said, if we would have ended the podcast right here, we're what, we're like 12 minutes in? This shit is mad. No, we gotta give you guys a show. You know what I mean? We're giving you guys a show. So I wanna go and do... Next week's show as well. We're going to go back to Raw now. October 2nd, 1995. This day is significant because this is the day before the OJ Simpson trial came to a wrap. So on Raw, 
they are doing this thing all night where they're going to have a hotline where you could call in and give your opinion on the O.J. Simpson trial and say whether you think he's guilty or not. Like, for those who weren't alive at the time, the O.J. Simpson trial really took a lot of, a lot of uh, airtime on the media. So, it, it was in everybody's mind and in everybody's mouth. So, when this finally was about to come to an end, everybody was talking about it. So, that's why even on Monday Night Raw, you had, oh, what do you think is going to happen? Call in now. Like, I think it took a lot of time on a wrestling show, but whatever. I can understand this is a significant period in American history. But this show opens up with Razor Ramon versus 123Kid once again. From uh, a couple weeks ago, this is the rematch. This match is stemming because 123Kid accidentally helped Dean Douglas beat Razor Ramon at In Your House. Razor Ramon makes quick work of the 1-2-3-Kid. 1-2-3-Kid axes Razor Ramon for another match. Razor beats him again. He axes him for another match. And then Razor beats him a third time. So the show opens up with Razor beating 1-2-3-Kid quickly in three matches. After this, it looks like all is well. They shake hands. Everything's good. But yeah, Razor Ramon just totally decimates the 1-2-3-Kid three times on the show. It was alright. I, I did like this though because... This, this, even though it was three quick matches, this action that they had in this match was better than a couple weeks ago when they fought in the opener of that Raw, so I did like this matchup. We had Barry Horowitz versus The Game, uh, Triple H, uh. but at the time it was just Hunter Hamsley. Triple H, Hunter Hamsley gets the victory here over Barry Horowitz, who is, you know, at the time... Of Jobber, who is basically getting a lot of shine. And he used the James Ellsworth at the time. So let's just put it that way. But yeah, Triple H gets the win with the pedigree. We get PG-13 from USWA. They're the USWA Tag Team Champions. They're going against two Jobbers. They get the victory. Once again, more talk about OJ Simpson. The main event of the night, we got Jean-Pierre Lafitte. The Pirates. Versus Bret Hart in a rematch from In Your House. This match was absolutely amazing. If you don't know who Jean-Pierre Lafitte is, I'm sure you know who PCO is. That's PCO, and he had a great freaking match with Bret Hart here in 1995. And these two tore the house down. I really enjoyed this matchup. Bret Hart gets the victory after a really good match. He and Jerry the King Lawler get into it afterwards. They get into a little brawl. They start fighting. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. 
Listen to Supreme, The Battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And then Isaac Yankum attacks Bret Hart. Isaac Yankum versus Bret Hart is announced to have a cage match in the incoming weeks. They didn't give a exact day when that's happening. But we're going to continue the Isaac Yankum's Bret Hart feud from SummerSlam earlier that year. Which is okay with me because, you know, I'm not a big fan of Isaac Yankum's, but I'm a hell of a fan of Kane. And we're going to begin Kane, basically, versus Bret Hart in a cage match. So, this was... Another good draw. They announced that next week's main event will be Yokozuna, Owen Hart, and the British Bulldog taking on the team of Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Diesel. I'm excited for that matchup. That should be phenomenal. This show was really good. Once again, Raw had two good shows in two weeks. And I hope they keep up the momentum. I know people look at 1995 as the dark times for WWF or WWE. And 96 as the okay times, but 97 as the attitude ever. And I know we're a long way away from getting to 1997. But I could say that I'm taking these shows for what they are in 1995. And these last two weeks, I'm not necessarily hating them. As you know, I wasn't a big fan of the first Raw versus Nitro and the second. But the last two weeks, I'm not hating Raw. So that's a victory in my mind. But let's talk about Nitro from October 2nd, 1995. Because this Nitro, in my opinion, was the best Nitro to date. Ever since WCW Nitro started, I don't think that they had a show as good as October 2nd, 1995. Just up until this point, I'm saying. Like, don't hit me with, oh, what about 1998? No, 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 no. October 2nd, 1995 was the best show since Nitro been on the air. The show opens up with what can main event anywhere else. Lex Luger versus Macho Man Randy Savage. I thought this match necessarily was going to be the main event, but that wasn't the case. Macho Man versus Lex Luger was a hell of a match. Lex Luger wins with help of the Giant, but what an opener this was. Two megastars in the industry, especially at this time. At this time, they were huge, and they were two of the biggest stars in WCW. They had a phenomenal, phenomenal match. Very aggressive. Very intense. They looked like they really hated each other. The guy, These guys had a great freaking matchup. Like I said, Lex Luger gets the win. He didn't know that the Giant came in and interfered. But he did and he attacked Macho Man. So Lex Luger gets the victory. He's staying in WCW. Then we got what I thought was the match of the night here. A phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal match. The Nitro debut of Eddie Guerrero versus the Nitro debut of Dean Malenko. Now, if you know, Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful feud in ECW at the time in 1995. And they left WCW, well, ECW to come to WCW. And this was their first matchup in WCW Nitro. And it was against each other. 
I was a big fan of their feud in ECW, so I knew this was going to be phenomenal, and it did not disappoint. The only thing that took away from this match was the fact that they cut away to Hulk Hogan arriving to the building with his neck brace on and cutting a promo, and that, I think, really was a little disrespectful to the two guys in the ring who were killing it in there. Nonetheless, this was action that we haven't seen yet on Nitro, and not on American television. Because the high-flying technical styles, the Japanese strong style, the Lucha Libre styles of Eddie Guerrero and Dimalenko, especially at this time, was not the norm on television. It is now, but at the time it was not the norm. So this was such a breath of fresh air. This is what basically morphs into the WCW Cruiserweight division where that's where a lot of the best action of this time period was. And once again, great win. Eddie Guerrero... Gets the victory with a frog splash. Dean Malenko says that you got lucky and he wants a rematch. Eddie Guerrero says anytime, any place. So we're going to get more of Eddie versus Dean Malenko and I am excited. Sign me up. What a hell of a match. So far, we had a great intense matchup between Lex Luger and Macho Man Randy Savage. Then we had a wonderful technical classic between Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero. Mean Gene is in the ring. He has Hulk Hogan with him. Hulk Hogan calls out. Uh, what's called? He calls out the giant. He says he's going to go backstage and get the giant for injuring his neck. As he's leaving, he's giving high fives to the fans. And while he's high fiving the fans, an old woman throws powder in his eyes and hits him with his with her cane. Then she jumps over the guardrail and goes to town. She's destroying Hogan with the cane. And then as this is happening, the Dungeon of Doom comes to the ring. And it turns out that the old woman was Kevin Sullivan, dressed up. And they beat the shit out of Hogan and anyone who tried to save him. The American males, the nasty boys, it didn't matter. They got destroyed. They got destroyed. And then, to add insult to injury, Kevin Sullivan pulls out clippers and starts shaving the trademark mustache of Hulk Hogan. What a segment. Talk about heat. This was heat. I was not a fan of the Dungeon of Doom. I think it's hokey as shit. But this was how you get heat. And I really enjoyed this. I thought this match, well, I thought this segment was one of the best segments at the time, so far, for Nitro. And it was better than any segment I've seen on Raw. So, what a freaking segment. And then the main event. What a main event. We had Ric Flair versus Arn Anderson in a great matchup. These two just tore the house down. I loved this matchup. I'm a big fan of Rick. I'm a big fan of Arn. Only thing that took away from it was Brian Pillman came out and attacked Flair, so it was a DQ. But they announced that next week the main event is going to be a steel cage match versus Rick Flair and Arn Anderson. Like I said, what a nitro! This was the best nitro by far. They took the night. They took the victory for this week. October second goes to Monday Nitro. So Raw gets the week before, but Nitro stepped it up and said. We ain't going down unless we're going down swinging. And they put on what was a one-hour pay-per-view caliber show. So, yeah. Nitro killed it. I am so excited for next week. We're going to be getting a hell of a six-man tag match between Yokozuna, uh, Owen Hart, and British Bulldog versus Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Diesel. And then on WCW, we're going to be getting a steel cage match between Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. Like, I'm excited. 
So I hope you guys are excited. I hope you guys tune in next week for the next couple episodes of Raw and Nitro. So make sure you tune in every Monday for the Fight from Monday Night podcast for all your Raw versus Nitro needs going back in time. Make sure you tune in every Wednesday for the Fight for Wednesday night as we talk about AEW versus NXT. And make sure you tune in every Friday for the Brand Supremacy podcast where we're going to be talking about Raw versus SmackDown from 2002. So, stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram at Fight for Wednesday Night. And remember, if you have any company business, if you have a podcast, if you want to promote your business on this podcast and all the other podcasts on this channel, hit us up on Instagram in the DM and we could work it out. Thank you for everybody who follows along. Thank you for everybody who is subscribed and all our beloved fans. We couldn't do this without you. So keep on following, keep on supporting. It is very much appreciated. Take care. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.